I'm sitting with Ahmed Nasreddin, uh, who's a photographer, artist, um, and uh, is working on a number of projects. Um, but uh, today we're going to be looking at a couple of specific projects that are now up on Ahmed's uh, website. Uh, but first, I guess we're going to just start by saying uh, thank you for being on Free City Radio. And um, good day. Thank you very much, <laughs> Stefan, for having me. Thank you. It's very nice of you. Oh, it's, 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 it's really my pleasure. Um, so Ahmed, just, just as a way to start, um, so your work uh, revolves around a lot of different issues, um, identity, sexuality, Palestine, um, resistance to colonialism. Um, but as I, I'd like to look at some of your specific projects, but could you maybe just first introduce yourself a bit for listeners, uh, your work and what you're focused on? Uh, well, I'm, I consider myself as a, definitely a Palestinian. I identify as Palestinian. I'm a Jerusalemite. I'm Palestinian from Jerusalem. I'm a photographer. I'm a documentary photographer. I, uh, experiments sometimes with conceptual photography, mostly it's uh, documentation and uh, depends on yeah. depends on you know the projects that go into mind. Uh, usually they're connected documentation, f- constructions of document uh, fictional documentation. Uh, but most work involves uh, goes around Palestine and uh, decolonialist resistance. So yeah, I mean I, I was taking some time to look at your your website which is ahmednasreddin.com this morning um, and yeah so this project Anna Mish Anna uh, is amazing but may- maybe could you could you share with us that project what you were trying to communicate um, and and sort of how, how that project came about um. The whole project of uh, Anna Mishana is basically a series of portraits of uh, Palestinians. Um, in some of the portraits, we can see really you can see the Palestinians their own uh, their own form sitting down in the studio. Uh, very simple portraits, direct. And in the second portrait, there's always the same person covered with the kufiya, uh, in a way of uh, kufiya, the you know the national scarf, the Palestinian uh, scarf. But Palestinian, Jordanian can be also Saudi, Saudi Arabian, you know. There, um, basically, the whole idea of Anna Mishana was basically to show, um, to explore the identity of each person, to put an accent on Palestinians, their individual identity. Yeah, that's basically always uh, conf- confronted by stereotypes. Uh, a Palestinian is born and raised and lives his life through stereotypes. Uh, most stereotypes being coming from the you know from the Western world or from the Oriental world. Sometimes we, as Palestinians, we we go through our stereotypes. We we uh, we acknowledge the stereotypes, but then we resist against them. And the whole idea was to destruct those stereotypes, to completely destroy them, and reconstruct the image of every human. It's a reminder that each Palestinian is an individual. Each Palestinian is a human. And we all, at the same time, share the resistance. We all do. We all agree on our national identity in a way or less. Yeah. It's very diverse, very rich. But at the same time, we're Palestinians. But we're a very diverse society. Each person, each human, is important. That was the whole. That's where that was basically the inspiration for the the project. How did it feel like working on that project? And how were the conversations with the people that you that you um, 
that you featured, that you, the ones that you worked with for these portraits? Um, working, to be honest with you, it was definitely one of the most interesting for me because uh, I was always aiming in my photography to really concentrate on each individual. So I had to always make sure my um, models, between quotations, say the models, the, per the people that I'm photographing sure. were very comfortable and that they were always at ease. And uh, because well, I was really trying my best to document those humans, those people, document how they feel about the moment. So we had to go and talk from the beginning. It always started by a small talk, was really talking about themselves, really talking about each person, what they do on daily basis, you know, sometimes it was political, sometimes it was really social, so it was very simple, very simple talk, very beautiful, you know, chatter, and it was always, in, it had to be always in a comfort zone, we all, they had always to be comfortable, and it was fun, it was definitely fun, because all my participants were very, very, very happy, and that was my aim, to be, to make them proud, to be part of the project, and, um, it was really all about communication, to be honest. It was very, uh, it was, it was nice, definitely. I was uh, very proud, to be honest, of uh, each part participant. Well, it takes great courage, to be honest, to be honest, because it really the aim is to break stereotypes and getting someone to that mood slowly is not, it's not, it's a process. Let's <laughs> say. Well, the, the Anna Anna project really addresses face on literally with the portrait that you feature um, uh, an image that people know globally which is the face covered with the kafia you just see the eyes of the person and then and then above that you see this portrait of the individuality of the of the uh, person you feature um, so like uh, was this was this a project that that evolved over time? Um, and also, I was wondering, as you've shared this project with others, maybe who didn't participate, other Palestinians and other people, uh, what has the response been? Uh, uh, first, uh, so the first question was basically uh, how it evolved. Uh, I I've been taking photos for a pretty long time now. It's been a couple of years. I worked on something very similar to uh, Anna Mishana around the years of 2005, 2006, when I was back, still back at Birzeit University in Palestine, and wow. uh, was very, very close. Uh, but it, the idea was not very, uh, let's say, well shaped. It wasn't very clear to me what I was trying to show. And then, uh, the but the idea, the the whole concept of really breaking the stereotypical of an image because of a Palestinian. It's very easy once you've mentioned the word Palestinian in the world, everyone has an opinion. Everyone, it's either positive or negative or neutral, but everyone being Arab, being Palestinian, being, I don't know, Canadian, American, whatever where you come from, once you mention Palestine, some, everyone has an opinion. That's when the whole human side of a Palestinian is just shattered, it's breaking, it's really in, in a small box and Palestinians don't really get a choice over their identity anymore it's just really taken for granted they're Palestinians either something can be just you know about their terrorist or maybe oh they're resistant oh you're strong you're a resistant maker or maybe and 
it's not very fair. It's not very fair for Palestinians. And that's when the reaction of Palestinians come. Usually, they get, I get really good, positive reactions. People love it. People really support it. Um, Palestinians. Showing the complexity. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Showing the complexity and also showing the simplicity of every human in Oilas. It's very... It's a bit controversial because at the same time you really just a reminder that this image, this image that everyone is taking part of, they owning it or less, really belongs of the human underneath the kofia. It doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to you. It doesn't belong to anyone. It really belongs to anyone who is actually wearing the kofia. And no matter what the way, why they're wearing the kofia, why they're resisting, it's definitely, it's definitely their. For it as a sign of resistance, but this kufia owns for the human who's wearing it. It's not for me. My opinion doesn't matter. No one's opinion that matters over Palestine, over Palestinians. It's just they're humans. That's what that is the whole most important message that I think that needs to come out, and that's what gets celebrated by Palestinians. Let's say co-Palestinians who see that project. They really they connect to it very quickly, usually. Thanks for sharing that. We're speaking with Ahmed Nasreddin um, about different uh, photography projects uh, that Ahmed's been working on. Uh, Animish Anna is um, a beautiful project. Uh, it's up on Ahmed's website, uh, ahmednasreddin.com. Um, another project that I think you've worked on quite recently is called From There, which is an exploration of identity and queerness in the Palestinian context. Um, the photos are really uh, amazing. This um, image of a body and then an image of the urban landscape. Um, can you talk a bit about this project and um, what you were trying to explore? Um, from There is, uh, is also a project where I'm using the kufiya. Uh, the use of the kufiya is not the same as in uh, Anamishana. It's really used to conceal identity. That was the main use of the kufiya. It's really just completely blocked the identity of the human wearing it. And it definitely talks about being, about sexuality, about sexual identity in Palestine. Uh, so we'll see in one photo basically that there's a photo of uh, landscape photography and it's a mixture of nature, landscape and portraiture. All film um, using medium format and 35 millimeter format. And the whole idea was uh, to basically explore the place and the space that's being taken with, the, the, sorry, explore each human it's in his own space, the place that each person, each human takes and how his identity is basically connected to the place. It's really a, mm -hmm. the conflict of you being or the person being queer, being queer in Palestine. What place does he own? Mm -hmm. What's the, does he even own his body? Does he own his own self? It's really a place where you're actually sexuality is not is shared. You don't. You being in Palestine, you don't really have with it, being straight or gay, being LGBTQ. I define as LGBTQ. I define usually as a very heterosexual man or woman, or no matter what you identify for. Why as? Sorry, you usually don't read on your sexuality, and the same well, well, concept. Can, can that you, you share a bit more about that? Uh, not owning one's sexuality in the Palestinian context. Uh, 
growing up in Palestine, you never feel that you can actually express sexuality in uh, outside a certain social zone, a certain social understanding of sexuality. I don't consider Palestine as a very as a closed-minded society. I think it's very actually neutral, open-minded society. You don't get harassed for expressing sexuality. You don't get it's not violent, but at the same time, you don't really have a choice. Whether no matter what your ideas are, what your um, no matter what you think or how you feel about your body. You don't really own your body. It's society that owns the body at the end of the day. Walking in the street, you don't really own your body, especially when you're a woman. Definitely women and LGBTQ people are the, the, the victims of, of this, um, we can call it clo- closest or difference. It's not, it's not really, it's not aggressive, it's not violent. It can be sometimes, but at the same time, it's just, it's the way how society is structured, how society works there and it's not something let's say that that's dangerous it's just it's there it's just there people live with it people agree or disagree with it some people try to confront it others just go with the flow and it's the same way as space in Palestine people don't own the space people don't own mountains they own the streets Everything is colonized. In the same way, your body is colonized. It's just the same. The same way that colonization, either if it's colonization from Israel, let's say, or the Israeli authorities, or coming from, let's say, the the whole capitalist system that Palestinians live in. It's definitely there and it's existing and it, in a way less space and body are not free, definitely not. And it always gets worse when you're a minority, especially being a woman, being woman, a woman or being LGBTQ basically. And the whole idea of from there was just a reminder, making the connection between a colonized body and a colonized space. Um. It must have taken a lot of time and thinking and processing to try to find a way to express this in photography. How was that? Uh, to, to be honest, it was very quick. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> it was uh, it was sudden. It was very uh, uh, from uh, from there came very. Uh, it was in a state of shock. I was in a very state of shock. Uh, I was someone who I know who was actually arrested and tortured for being gay, and that's when uh, the whole. Uh, concept came out it was the I, I got the news I got home and I called someone I was like I have an idea we need to shoot and are you open for the studio to just you know small studio wow. shoot and it was really very uh, it was very sudden to be honest and uh, and the idea was never to attack society because it's not who am I to attack a society as a, as a complaint, you know, and as a whole? I just criticized the fact that you can actually get arrested. The the re, the, the aim of the the reason they were he, they were arrested, let's say, was not direct towards their sexual, let's say, um, 
orientation, it was more because the person looked different. So they were just arrested and they were tortured. And then it came out as you're different, so you're menaced to the side or menaced to us. It was just it was just the close-mindedness of the let's say the police officers. It was very simple. And that's where the whole idea came to me as me knowing also how in Palestine once you're once you're different you really don't own your space as my guest mentions you don't own you hide you hide your body, you hide your thoughts, you hide your face and you really choose where to walk, you choose where to go. Everything is just very well chosen, very well thought of because it's just it's aggressive, it can be aggressive towards, you know, your well-being. And then getting to a point where, yes, I will make a whole collage of photos together. That was, yes, that was a long process. That was how can I really connect those images, those portraits with the story that I know into society, into that place. That's where it came out to me. Um, thanks for sharing that. Um, I find the work really striking in that often there's this binary setup in terms of contemporary art or even you know political texts or even artistic political texts that you can't have both a critique of a society uh, or a cultural landscape um, and at the same time support that society or that cultural landscape struggle against a, an oppressive um, machinery that's uh, larger. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, in this photo series, you're cr critiquing, you know, Palestinian society's um, approach towards queerness, but also I feel in the work this pride and support for Palis the the important part of Palestinian identities struggle for freedom from colonialism. Um, I'm wondering if you could share a bit about that. I, well, personally, my experience in Palestine, I was born and raised in Palestine, so being, to me, colonialism is basically, it has many faces, it has a different, different perspectives. It can always, oh, definitely always can be images as in the Israeli colonization, but also me as being a Palestinian, who does, does not definitely agree with my society, doesn't definitely agree with the whole, uh, let's say, the, the whole concept, the whole the construction of the site today, and how I, how I live with it, it's not the same as uh, definitely someone who does not, who's not, who doesn't come from there, sure. doesn't, someone who doesn't know how it feels to be a Palestinian, real Palestinian who lives from, especially from Jerusalem, it's not the same. But then that definitely reflects on my art, definitely reflects on my photography. Um, that's um, something that I always try to work is basically try to uh, something that I try to work on is basically the question of Orientalism towards Palestinians and how we Palestinians would can we really talk about those issues talk about you know Palestine, about Jerusalem, about Israel, about their whole colonization, about whole colonization, without, with ensuring that the other person in front of us would not really develop an Orientalist idea about Palestine. It's, it is tough because it's just an extra effort 
that you have to choose always choose your words and I'm not really great with words but I think I can express it better with photos and that's what I try to do <laughs> well, thanks for sharing this um, a lot of what we've just been talking about Ahmed is up on your website um, and uh, yeah as mentioned I had a chance to spend some time on it um, so yeah um, maybe just like uh, if you could just share what people could find on your website and the full address uh, if people would like to learn more about your work oh definitely uh, my uh, but my work can be found online there uh, first you can find out my website which is Ahmed Nasser al -Din. At, uh, sorry, AhmadNasreddin.com yeah. or uh, a.nasreddin for Instagram. Most of the photos on my website are either projects that I'm working on. Most of the projects are very political. I, uh, my work is also, I do a lot of uh, landscape and a lot of portraiture. There's a lot of portraiture. Use most portraiture por portraits that come out are usually of Arab uh, artists. Uh, I like to work with artists uh, I have I find always oh, there's a special feeling working with artists um, not not closed and not limited to working with Arabs I've been working uh, actually my on a new project also with working with um, natives uh, from uh, Turtle Island I've been working with the uh, Mohawks mostly uh, the idea was uh, collecting uh, portraits in uh, Kanazetake and I've been also working on uh, auto portraits where I am trying to decolonize spaces around the city of Montreal with Mohawk flags and uh, really that's the first project with uh, natives is basically uh, portraits, portraits of uh, just you know humans from Kanazetake basically <laughs> documentation of the space and uh, of uh, human life daily daily life of in Kanazetake and the uh, second project is really conceptual photography where I'm using the flag in different shapes in different areas different uh, spaces the Mohawk flag. Uh, Mohawk flag around Montreal and uh, definitely that would be on the website very soon <laughs> Thank you. amazing uh, Ahmed thanks so much Thank you, yeah, Stefan. Thank you.